2: A resume Two thumbs down Is what they say
0: Hello, you are back inside the chat room on k u c i eighty eight point nine f m in Irvine. We are broadcasting live from the University of california campus in Irvine. We're streaming on the web at k u c i dot org. We are podcasting every sultry minute of this show. You can check us out at k u c i dot org slash talk. You're going to scroll down to podcasts and we are there under the chat room every every single one of our shows for the past three quarters is up there and uh. Each and every one is better than the next, and tonight we have, uh, we've got another good one. Dana, tell us about our guest.
2: Tonight, in studio, not on the phone, we've actually tricked this, this person into <laughs> thinking this experience is going to be positive enough that she drove here. Did you lock the
0: door? I did. I She's hit the good. button.
2: <laughs> She's here. TJ Huberg awesome. is here, off a recent... The way that uh, our producer found her was at a comedy, comedy competition where she was robbed, from what I've heard. Oh. Oh. She did not win, but oh. she was very funny. And we thought, you know what? She might, have, she might be a great guest. T.J. Huberg is here, and she's got a great story, aside from being a very funny lady. Hello,
0: She will be a great guest. Hello. Cool. I hope so. <laughs> so which
1: comedy club was this? Where would y'all meet? Uh, we were at the Sash Lounge in Norwalk. Yeah, it's the finals, and uh, I think I got second, and second is like a slap in the face, and (laughs) first is magical when there's one prize. (laughs) I was going to say, second sounds pretty damn good. No, not when there's one prize.
2: (laughs) Exactly, and actually, we had, uh, uh, that's an interesting, I think Marie and I had talked about that earlier, about how it's better to, like have multiple places that winner take yeah. all is kind of a bummer. Yeah, that would have been That's nice
1: actually, because it was a five hundred dollar. You know, it's not like it was like free can of soup. I mean, it was it was a substantial one. I mean, I'd rather have gotten last place because then I would have been like, oh, okay, I didn't yeah. have a chance. Yeah, then you learn how to chance there. Yeah, but but when you're that close, it's like we are like here's five hundred dollars for you, and here's a punch in the face for you. All of Aww. you. Have all a great day. <laughs> all nine of you. <laughs> no, it's all right. I respect the process, though, and and yeah. congratulated the winner because that's what you have to do. And you just have to move on. Yes. So what's your what's your shtick? What's your uh, what's the general tone of your show? I'm a little ghetto. Yeah. Yeah, which is yeah, good. That's <laughs> good um you came to the right place As good yeah oh yeah irvine yeah <laughs> straight <laughs> Ilvine, up straight you know up, up I mean? hood up in here okay
0: <laughs> we're the ghetto of the campus though yes okay
1: <laughs> we are in a trailer that's true um i do a lot of uh i do some political commentary i'm uh i teach college so i get a lot of stuff from my students um daily observations i'm a little bit ghetto a little bit trashy i like that um my comedy is very blue, so oh. I do swear a lot, but I know I'm not supposed to do it on the radio. Um, I can also keep it clean. I'm about to do some shows for some prisons, and they've actually told us that you need to keep it clean, which I find fascinating. Isn't that funny? Yeah, yes. but I respect that. And um, Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of all over the place. I'm experimenting with a lot of stuff. I do some music, too, a little bit of slam poetry. Yeah. Nice. nice. Keep it fresh. Keep, keep it fresh. real. Yeah. yeah. So
2: maybe we should just start from the beginning. Oh, Right, Marie? I mean, we love yeah. to usually give them an opportunity to introduce themselves. At the
1: beginning. Who are you, TJ? What does that even mean in the everything. beginning? Yeah, I know. Where is the beginning? It's a hot, balmy we, day in nineteen seventy one when my, mother, when oh did my you decide god, to... Oh my god,
0: we're the same age. We are forty?
1: Yeah, well, I'm forty one. <gasps> I'll be forty one one month from today. Um, so I'm thirty nine awesome. or no, I'm forty and eleven 12 Awesome right now. <laughs> oh. so. Which is awesome. <laughs> no one sent me a card. <laughs> oh. You're
0: still measuring your birthday in months like yeah. we do when you're eighteen months old. I know. Yeah, I, I do. I'm
1: twelve hundred and twenty-one months. <laughs> pretty awesome but I grew up in Iowa and uh, yeah, I'm 40 I've uh, I've actually been away from Iowa for half of my life and I've lived all over the country is, Iowa's awesome for lesbians right well now not <laughs> I was gonna then.
0: say <laughs> oh is it now okay
1: well that's, it's actually the third uh, the one of the only states that allows gay marriage so uh, that's true is that's that true right? okay. they have you know they have no pro sports teams um, and they have corn and so they're like, we got to have something. So they're like, gay marriage. So homos and corn, which is awesome. Um, Not in that order or maybe in that order? Either one, I guess. Together. But uh, I, I don't know. I mean, back in the day, it was, uh, I actually came out in the 80s, and it wasn't really okay in the 80s. I mean, just in general, to, to be out, and it um, didn't go well. I was actually kicked out of my college for, yeah, and um, struggled a lot uh, with with that process, with, you know, family and friends and it was just it was it was not an easy time for anyone and I actually did the whole oh it's not okay I think I'll go try to be straight so I did the whole uh, went yeah. to the mountains and got prayed over for two years and um, <laughs> it didn't take but that's okay I, I learned about simplicity and empathy and um, I learned a lot from it but, but either way then I, I went uh, to Michigan and I studied food there and I was able to come out again when I was 23 and now i 'm forty and i 've been in California for jeez, since ninety seven i don 't know the math um, I went back to school I have two master 's degrees one 's in the culinary arts and the other one 's in communication studies and I teach college and i I make jokes <laughs> and so you 've
2: always been funny always and probably that always. was that was a tool
1: it was a survival skill absolutely um, i 've always been funny um, i' I've known I was going to be a performer since I was four, I've known that. And I've always been, I've always used humor to help people through stuff, to, you know, cheer people up to, for my own sanity, because it was, dif- it was, di- it was difficult being different. I came from a very, very small town, of 650 people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there were only nine, you know, girls in my class, 23 total in my class, and Everyone was the same, but I always knew I was different. So it was, it was always. Did you say nine girls? Yeah, just the nine of us. And
2: then you, nine, then you.
1: No, I was one of the nine.
2: Oh, yeah. okay, so that's Eight even. Girls. So it's like ten percent of the population turned lesbian. That would be upsetting. I actually,
1: guess. there's actually three people in my class of twenty-three that are out now. No way. Yeah. Oh. So, which is kind of interesting. So that's that is above the ten percent, which is kind of neat. But um, and and they're they're all really supported, and you know, I mean, it's a different time now. In the eighties, it was you, what were your role models, Martina Navratilova and the the bearded scary woman at the parade? Martina was awesome, though. Yes, but I didn't wear like skirts, I know. so right. what am I going to do? Right. That's true. So it's cool now. Now I just make jokes, and uh, but I've, yeah, ever since I was four, uh, four I knew, you knew. That that's what I'm going to do. So. W-
2: what is dating like in a small town? It oh seems Lord, have mercy. Dangerous.
1: Yeah, it's bad anyway. How is it dangerous?
2: Well, it's just like there's so few people. There's no mistakes allowed. Like. Yeah. Embarrass yourself, everybody knows.
1: But I guess if there's so few people there's not a lot of I mean, there's you, you. I think you're safer too. You're like, it was Johnny. You know. I mean, it's,
2: <laughs> well, tell us how it went when you did, you gave it a go, trying to be straight after your partner. Well, you tried it.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I when I when I entered high school, the, the, I, well, first of all, my breasts came, which was just tragedy. Um, am I allowed to say breasts? Yes, that's good. And okay, so you can say both. But I had really big ones, and and I didn't like them, and I was always, I'd always identified kind of gender ambiguous, like. I didn't really know, and once they came in, it was like, great. So I kind of had to conform, and, you know, I dated through high school, and, you know, the whole thing, it's a small town, you know, you, you drink a little, you, you date the everybody in the class, <laughs> you know, you just, you have a good time, and uh, I don't know, um, I don't think it's dangerous, I mean, the majority of the people, actually, so many of my high school classmates married, like, their high school sweethearts, and have children, and actually some of them have grandchildren now, and so... Oh, my... Grandchildren? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. So, for some people, (laughs) that's the way to go. Obviously, for me, not. So, you know, and then... And you knew you were gay when... Well, I knew I was different at a very young age. You know, statistics show that you know your gender, and you know when you're like three. And I was mm-hmm. always, di- I always, I thought I was the fons. Actually, I used to sign my papers in high in uh, in high school. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. In like kindergarten, you know, the fons, and um, <laughs> so I always knew I was different, gender, you know, gender-wise, and. I mean I guess if I absolutely had to label myself I would I would label myself as someone that is transgender meaning both right and bisexual because I think we all are <laughs> right. frankly frankly yeah, but right. I mean I identify for the most part I mean I'm female born and I've been with my partner for 14 years and so
0: I ask yeah. this because we did a, so we have a transgender um, woman in the studio and she came on the show talking actually about um, fetish clubs and bondage clubs mm-hmm. and things. And so she was talking about when she knew she was into bondage and fetishism, oh, yeah. which was really young, which was like at six. She wow. started binding herself and she said... You know, you know, you can tell your kids that, you know, yeah. they don't know until they're teenagers, but they they don't have language for it, but they know exactly what they are and who they are and oh, I knew. how they want to identify
1: themselves. They just don't have words to put to it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I knew I was more masculine and I knew that I would end up with a woman and I just thought I was actually going to grow up and be a boy to be perfectly honest I just thought my wiener would come later I did I didn't know you don't know when you're little you don't, you don't know, know how right. to understand that and and there's not a lot of shows they don't talk about that on Sesame Street you know so. it does seem like something you could grow later in life I thought so but then I got like the like your right, uh, right. I got the big ones so now I don't have any so it's yeah. a whole other story neither do I but yeah, yeah. no but I mean so you had them removed completely yeah. completely removed I was actually getting reduction and um uh Insurance wouldn't pay for a full removal, and okay. they said you have to go to gender counseling. and like, whatever. So, I was getting the reduction and actually went in for my um, mammogram the day before my surgery, and they found a bunch of stuff, in there and then they did like 27 biopsies, and they found precancer cells. And they're like, oh. and you're stage zero, but you're going to... And so, they're like, we're just going to take them. I'm wow. like, yeah, that'd be Perfect. great. Yeah. yeah. Get them yeah. off. Yeah. Right. Gone. So, they're Free. gone. No nipples either. They didn't survive the surgery. Am I allowed That's to say awesome. nipples? You are. Yep. Yep. So, I... You can, can't believe the things we've actually said on the show. I'm... I'm legally allowed to go without my shirt, wow, but I spare awesome. the public. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome.
2: That's awesome. <laughs> Although I've seen you do this on the internet, she has done this on the internet. Have, yeah. She so is, yeah. I didn't feel so bad when I mentioned.
1: Well, that. it's interesting, you it know. Interesting. And a lot of people yeah. are like, "Where did your nipples go? They don't survive. They don't, you know." And you take 11 pounds of—that's how big they were, by the way. Dang. Not each, because that's just right, That's scary. just scary. But right, that's like right. a toddler. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you had a toddler. And yeah, she, yeah. So that's my life in a nutshell. And now I tell jokes, and I already had my midlife crisis, and so I guess I'm just proceeding from here. And you have your Mustang. I have right. my Mustang. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what exactly. happens
2: when you have a crisis.
1: That's exactly right.
2: Gosh, you are a boy, huh?
1: <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also very sensitive, which is hilarious. A lot of people would look at me, and they'd be like, oh, she's probably someone that, like, fixes stuff. And, but I'm, like, the most sensitive person, and... Um,
2: you have soft hands.
1: I have soft hands. I like candles and bubble baths, and I like to bake cookies. and I cry all the time. and I like flowers. I'm very romantic. and My girlfriend, who is very feminine, and people would look at it and go, "Oh, she's probably so sweet," is like, "No, the <laughs> least romantic person I've ever met can fix anything." And
0: yeah. does she identify as gender tra- transgender? No, she's, no, very no. Very, she's very, very female. Very 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 female. Yeah, yeah, always has been. Yeah, yeah, the girly girl. She's hot. Yeah. Girl. She's hot. Yeah,
2: I did see a picture and I. You know, I don't know. Some guys get offended or they get you know, hey, you looking at my woman, you don't call her hot, you don't get to look at her. So now that we've said she's hot, I'll agree. Well, she's, she's no,
1: she's beautiful. I have I'm very lucky. I have a I have a great partner.
2: And she does stuff too, huh? She's a writer. I did check her out. She's, she has a book on Amazon. She's
1: a brilliant mm. writer, an award winning writer, yeah. Mm. She inspires me. And she's a high school teacher.
2: That's good that she inspires you rather than competing, because that's no fun.
1: No, we have different styles, and we support one another. That's not how our relationship works. So we've been together, this is our 14th year, so...
2: That's how you lasted 14 years, probably.
1: It was about support, yeah, give and take. How did that happen? How did what happen?
2: So when you were um, dating, when you were kind of pretend straight dating, (laughs) was it guys that kind of did most of the... Um moves. Oh God, I don't know. Iowa?
1: I don't even remember to be perfectly honest was with you. Was it like a
2: blur? She had like double D
1: breaths, so I'll bet it was. But but also it's You just, know guys. You know guys, Dana. <laughs> that's a touchy subject. I I don't know and I mean I literally it was more than half my life ago and I think I've just blocked it up. Mostly. Not not because it was a bad thing, but just because it wasn't memorable. <laughs> Is that bad? It is funny when you look back on things that yeah. happened that
0: long ago that it feels like it happened to a different person. Oh, it, well, I was a different person. And you person. were a different person, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's almost like you're hearing somebody else's story that sounds, you know, I think I saw
1: that movie. It sounds familiar. Yeah, I was 98 you know? pounds. I had big breasts and was very athletic. And now I just watch TV. I have a muffin top and not so much, you know? <laughs> what are you going to do? So. 98 pounds and 11 of them were boobs. I, I was so
0: tiny, you know, I, I mean, I'm not dang. big now, but no, you're I'm not just,
1: big um, not as fit as, I don't know, I'm, I'm still in great shape for 40, <laughs> thing, I guess, <laughs> Yeah. but I, I, and then when I tried the whole straight thing, I, I did date some, um, a few men who were also trying to be straight, so that was kind of awkward and fun, um, I actually just found out yesterday that the, the one that I actually probably could have married and been fine with, he's, he's an amazing person, lives in San Diego, Okay. And I haven't literally talked to him in, like, 15 years. And so, and this was in Michigan. When we were, and so I'm really excited that we're going to, like, meet up next week. Not for anything weird, but just to check <laughs> in. And, you know, so. It's
2: not going to be one of those, hey, did you ever wonder? No, I never yeah. wondered. Well, no. did you? I didn't. <laughs> no, <Never> did I. <laughs> Cut but, to in the hotel room. Not, yeah. that's oh, not. dear
1: Lord. No. <laughs> no. But um, I, you know, once I came out again and moved to California, I was just able to be confident and started, you know, I knew what, what kind of person I wanted to date and what kind of relationship I wanted to have for myself. And I found the, the, the one. So I'm really, really lucky because I look at people dating now and I'm like, oh dear Lord, I couldn't do it. Ain't that true? It's That is so true. It's amazing. And that's why I love teachings. I always ask my students, but how is it dating? What is it? Can you tell me what the term hookup even means? And it's different for boys than it is for girls. You ask like a group of guys and they'll tell you what they think hookup means and you ask a group of girls and they tell you something totally different. It's fascinating.
2: (laughs) And yet it still keeps happening. What do they
1: tell you? So the the guys guys just say it's like sex. Yes. And the girls like we made out. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, that's so funny. And so maybe that's this. I don't know. But I think it's hilarious.
0: (laughs) But somebody's probably lying. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like they're both lying. They're probably both lying.
2: Not only are they not having sex. It's probably a little more than making out, you know.
1: I think it's a little, bit, but I don't ask for more details. I'm yep. not going to lose my job because <laughs> right. I want to know what hookup <laughs> means, <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Just Google it, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did. There's again the different sites, and it's kind of funny, actually. Yeah, yeah. They need they need a, an updated
0: Urban Dictionary definition of yes. hookup.
1: Maybe I'll write one. I think I will. Yeah. So what
0: are the what are the unique problems that are posed to I mean, it's been a thousand years since both you and I have dated, because we've both been with our, our partners forever. But cause sort of unique challenges that are uh, are present for lesbian dating that maybe not be there for straight. I guess you'd have to do this anecdotally, since you haven't done a lot of straight dating. But
1: I Wow, that's a really good question, because I guess it depends on the lesbian. I mean, it, it, I, I guess it depends on... First of all, I don't like that word. I feel like it comes okay. with a lot of baggage. I feel like it, it, people think I... You know, eat tofu and wear Birkenstocks <laughs> and have multiple cats and enjoy trees. And I don't like any of those things. And so, one cat,
2: just one cat, right? No cats.
1: <laughs> no, but that's that's. I think it's really hard to just say like, oh, all lesbians are like this with dating because there's the, there's also the different kinds of lesb- type you know types of of this the whole LGBT community is so right. is so different now than when I was dating because there's. Now there's more letters and <laughs> You know what I mean? The acronym goes on. And it does. It's every day there's a new one. I guess Well, I guess just society. I mean, it's it's still in half the country. Well, yeah, right. I I yeah, yeah, I understand the
0: social pressures, yeah. but I'm, you know, I just it's hard for me to live with myself, so I'm mm-hmm. thinking if I hooked up with yeah. another woman. Yeah. That'd be a lot of estrogen in my house that it, I don't want to deal with. It depends on the woman,
1: right? Yeah, and true. but so you could double your wardrobe if you played your <laughs> cards right. That's true. But you That's would true. also double the PMS. Exactly. So there's there's a couple there's it, and it depends though. Like if you dated someone like me, that you wouldn't double your wardrobe. You'd right. be annoyed mm-hmm. that I had too many T-shirts. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I feel bad that I don't have a better, wittier answer for that. No, I almost okay. said more wittier. Isn't that awesome?
2: <laughs> That's more ghettoier. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Most smartest, topic. most smartest. He's like,
2: and by the way, I do, those masters, you can, I'll send you copies.
1: Yeah, oh my God. It's real. I mean, there are
0: certain things that I, I appreciate a lot of things about men, but certainly in dating, I kind of like that a guy is, he he's not as sensitive, right? So I feel like I can almost say more. So I don't know, oh. but you're right. It's, I guess it does depend on the
1: person, it, of course. See, that, because like I said, I mean, a, a lot of the guys I meet, are more sensitive than my girlfriend is. And it's great. But That's good, it's just yeah. so, so I guess it's really hard for me to pinpoint and say, oh, they're all like this or whatever. Because, right. I mean, I spend my life teaching how we're all not the same. So right. Right. it's hard for me to come in.
2: Yeah, I guess actually having two women dating each other. They obviously have to break some gender stereotypes just to even be able to get together. So it kind of no, like illustrates how No, we both just cook meals different.
1: all day and stay home. And yet you both, like... <laughs> Darn we, we met
2: each other in the soap aisle. Yeah, we <laughs> We're just... at the cat place.
1: Actually, that's hilarious. My girlfriend will not cook. She doesn't like to. Uh, she hates the grocery store more than anything in the whole world. Um, so we just... You figure it out early on and just kind of know what's going on. But I don't know. But you know what's interesting is I actually... Especially as, as a comic, I get, <laughs> I get a lot of attention from specific people, and it floors me because it's not what you'd think. Black men love me.
0: Ah.
1: Period. Straight <laughs> <Period? laughs> end of story. Black men love me. I have gotten more numbers
2: pre or post op.
1: Oh, post. Still, to this day, it's, I'll perform and there's this weird identification that happens. I was recently actually asked if I want to go on tour with a pretty famous black comedian and four other straight black comedians and I'd be, <laughs> it'd be me. And, the, and I thought, how fun and how, wow. But it's so weird. They, they say they have this weird connection with me. And I can get that. I feel like in my past life... (laughs) You were a black man? I do. I really honestly believe I'm the reincarnation of Louis Armstrong. Don't laugh. It's true. He died just a few short hours before I was born. I was a trumpetist for many years. And the first time I went to New Orleans, I wept uncontrollably. I've always had this inner... (laughs) Are you hung like a horse? I (laughs) am hung like a horse. I'm chocolate on the inside. It's very difficult. But it's interesting because um, people have actually asked me, they're like... You have all these black men that follow you around, that love you, that call you, that want to hang out with you, that, that think you're attractive, that will, you know, and I not it's not like I have a big booty and I certainly don't have big boobies anymore. Oh, am I allowed to say boobies? Yes. Okay. You're okay. There
2: is a limit to how many times we can say boobies, but we're
1: Is that true? Border. I did the two. Okay. We're good. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I, so are they
0: sexually attracted to you or are they, is it a sex thing or is it a... It's a little of both. Sometimes both. I get,
1: I'll get the numbers or, <laughs> or the, it's kind of interesting and of course i don't act on it i mean right. it's I, i'm happily married but it's fascinating to me because i'm not the stereotype i'm not what society would say so oh, look she's beautiful and sexy but i am because i'm confident and a lot of them say that yeah. it's like girl you got the confidence and i like that so i'm like <laughs> okay <laughs> Well show name, Jamal. Okay. You wanna go hang out? You know, just hang out. But it's it's fascinating. Not hook up. Not hook up, no. <laughs> just hang Not out. Not hook up. But we have a good time and then people are always amazed and they're always like, How do you do that? I'm like, I don't know, it's just all about confidence. <laughs> that's how it is with anything though. You just Well have that's to- true, yeah. That is how it is. Okay. Yeah. You have to pull up to the club in a pinto, like it's a Porsche. All right. Because this is a pinto, <laughs> okay? <laughs> but if I pretend it's a Porsche, people are gonna wanna ride a it. T
2: shirt's a Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> like a Porsche yes, car cover, kinda.
1: exactly. Uh, That's Eminem's lyrics, by the way. I love oh. that. Love hip hop. So I'm a huge hip hop fanatic. Cool.
0: I'm gonna totally turn my my mentality into Porsche mentality. See, have to do it. Yeah, you
1: have to do it. That's good. That's good.
2: Yeah, yeah. All Marie right. was down the other night. Remember we we talked to the plastic surgeon, and you actually for a moment said something like, "Oh, I guess I don't feel so bad about plastic surgery." I was like, "What?"
0: Yeah, no, my boobs never came in. I was hoping for that forever, Aww. and they never did. So it's okay. I hear I'm, that a lot.
1: You know,
0: I'm, I'm, am You know, at 41, I'm coming around to to liking them,
1: just the way they are. You're a Well, Porsche. that's good. I'm a Porsche. I, I never down. understood the cons. I teach a class in gender, gender and communication, and we actually have a whole section on boobs, and we just talk about them and like, what is the fascination and why. Do more people in California buy them as gifts for 16- and 18-year-olds than I cars? Know. And why do men want these big ones? It's, they're there to nurture babies. But yeah. we have all this other stuff on there. And I, it was funny because I taught the class the very first night I taught it, and I showed up with my big boobs. I didn't tell them, but my surgery was the next day. And I showed up <laughs> the next week without my boobs. And it was awesome. They were like, oh, what <laughs> happened?
2: So, If I'm hearing you right, you're please. saying men are babies.
1: Well, they are apparently.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: But it just—it's just odd. It's odd, and also like the fact that you're like, "Wow, I wish I had bigger breasts." Yeah, I'd like—I'd love to just tie weights around my chest and be able to try to. Well, walk I've around. never wanted to,
0: you know. I've never wanted C's or anything crazy. I oh. just want my own little. See, this is a padded <laughs> bra. You
1: just wanted to like and stick And I just want it to be in. real. Okay.
0: Yeah, I just want my my little A's to be true. Oh. That's all I want. Fun. Okay.
1: I like. So TJ, yeah. boobs
2: do not interest you. No. no. That's interesting, because I always thought...
1: Well, I mean, it's not, I'm not, like, I mean, I don't know. I'm happy, I mean, it, I guess I should... You're not against them. No, I'm not anti, but for me, it was, I was never connected to them.
2: So, when uh, you kind of think back in, of the things about girls that attract you, boobs are not necessarily... Are bodies
1: the ooh. thing? What's the thing that, like, really ooh, draws you? What we'll gets you going oh, oh, my. That's nice. Um, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> well, I like confidence, and I do like feminine, you know, uh, women. Um, I like, well, my, my girlfriend is Latina, so I like that. It's oh. a, actually the very first day I met her, I was so embarrassed. I can't even believe I'm about to tell this story, but I guess it's going to be a good laugh for all the people listening. And she, I said, you know, you, you look very exotic, you know, what are you? And she's like, oh, I'm Mexican. And I'm all, oh, I love Selena. <laughs> 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 Who does that? Right? That's, oh my God. That's a white I guy know. movie Were you there. Drunk? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was just nervous because she was so beautiful. It's true. Aww. So I guess I like a nice body. She wishes she had a better booty, and she's going to be upset that I said that. But she's always like, I wish I want one of those booties where people can go, well, hello. Would you like, you know, a shelf for that? <laughs> <laughs> and I think she has a beautiful body. So um, confidence, eyes, smile. So how would you guys get together? We met you, at you a bar, her? actually, which yeah. is weird because neither of us are bar people, and I think that's a bad place to... <laughs> Typically, you know, you know, it can be. It can you know, be. It, it it's crazy to me how people will meet people in bars, and six months later, like he just won't stop drinking. I'm like, you met him at a bar. You right. knew that going in, but <laughs> neither of us are drinkers, and we just both had this weird feeling we were supposed to go to this bar, and we had all these hurdles to to. It was crazy, and we both just ended up going, and we met, and I gave her a ride on my motorcycle that night, and Uh-oh. she scratched it with her bowling <gasps> bag, and never Uh-oh. fixed it, and. You know, we started dating shortly after that, and it was just like, it, we were just supposed to be there and spend almost 14 years. That was in Oakland. Yeah, Dang. She was 21, and I was 27. How
2: long till you were sure it wasn't just the motorcycle?
1: <sighs> well, it's always just the motorcycle. I still want, no, I don't know. <laughs> um, that was just a nice helper. Um, I don't know. You know, we dated for, I guess, about six months, where we had kind of an open, you know, where we were just, like, dating, and we... We could date other people if we wanted to, but we both were just like, we just kind of don't want to, you know, and been together ever since, so.
0: Have you had other really long, not that long term, because you wouldn't be old enough for that long term, but
1: other long term, serious relationships? Yeah, a couple years here and there. um, Some, what I would say would be, you know even some intense relationships and, and I'm really sensitive so it, sometimes it's not the length but it can be like oh you think you meet someone you're like oh this is fun and then all of a sudden they're gone and you're like oh this is not fun you know so mm-hmm. but I had um, I think I had a five-year relationship with someone who's still a good friend of mine and um, my first my high school girl or my college girlfriend of course was the reason I was kicked out um, she's now a bitter divorcee <laughs> yes <Ooh. laughs> Um <laughs> you were kicked out of college, tell me about I that. I was. Well, it was a, it was a private small private college and um go uh, ahead name them on the internet. So. Oh, Are you can. Okay, <laughs> actually, I'm having a documentary made about me right oh. now, which is fascinating, and I, st- I the, docu- the the filmmaker still doesn't know the name of the college. Like I'm very okay. I I don't know, I try to be respectful. I mean, people can figure it out and there's Facebook friends that I went to college with or whatever. Um but it was just you know, that's when I really, really knew it and was able to like experience it, I guess, if you will. And the a lot of the students, their families were like, "We don't want that here," and they signed a petition and they wanted me gone. And so, the, actually, the school actually called my fam, my parents, and outed me. That's how my family—they called and they were like, "And your daughter's a lesbian, and she's not welcome back to college." So that's kind of how I was outed. And which
2: was worse for them, getting kicked out or, like, which did they? I don't history? know. Uh, like, are we more upset that our little girl got kicked out of this awesome school? Or? I don't
1: know. I think it was just hard both, I think. But I think I think that, again, in the 80s, and being from a small town, like, no one, you just didn't understand this. The, so I think that a lot of people, when you hear that your child is gay, their first thought is, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. Or... You know, oh, I can't believe I cut her hair that shorter. We shouldn't have let her go to football camp. And I'm like, it has nothing to do with that. And then, you know, it takes years sometimes for for families to come around and go, oh, wow. It's, you know, it's... But all of a sudden, it's, like, different. We're afraid of things that are different. We are. And I think rightfully so. And that's what... Ignorance is, and ignorance isn't bad. It's just like, oh, wow, this is different. We don't like that. And then you come around. So I think that they were both really difficult. And... um, But, I mean, I think the gay thing was definitely not okay. So, it was hard. It took a while to, to rebuild and for everyone to understand, and and we're good now, though. Everybody's good. I think my mom's listening today, so I say, hi, Mom.
0: <laughs> yeah, the reason I'm so surprised is because, so we're the same age, and so I was yeah. in a small liberal arts college here in California at the same time period, and it was so cool to be, you know, I wanted yeah. to be lesbian because oh, it was so awesome. cool, you know? I mean, that was the kind of the... I, I,
1: the, the dawn of really? that even, kind
0: of, hey,
1: wow. yeah. I feel like it wasn't even on TV. And I feel like it was like Sally Jesse might've had like one special or Oprah mm. might've had one on there. And I, and I felt like, again, like Martina Navratilova, I'm like, I don't connect with her at all. I, she's mm. not someone that I look at. I mean, so I didn't have any role models. No. Or someone that I can go, oh wow, you're like me. Right. You know, even just characters on TV or anything. So that's weird that it was. Well, you know, and it was, it was an
0: incredibly liberal school and uh, mine was not. <laughs> yeah. So this was, uh, you know, the dawn of political correctness and women taking back the night and, you know,
1: yeah. feminism and individuality. And Fair enough. So yeah, it took me a while to get that to that. The, yeah, that was kind of the, but actually the, the person I was involved with denied the relationship and they allowed her to stay. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Which is That's classy. Nice. That and classy. she did the same thing to someone the next year. Oh, and another nice. person was kicked out and finally they're like you know what you need to stop it she's like a black widow <laughs> a little bit but now like i said she's a bitter divorcee so <laughs> whoops yeah. isn't that a shame <laughs> and i'm 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 happy and successful divorced from a man yeah 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 yeah. Uh, that's i mean really the, works out. the best revenge is living a, a good life and i feel very blessed that i've been able to climb out of dark times and be funny and find a great partner and have great friends and have a movie being made about me, which is awesome.
2: Yeah, in <laughs> fact, recently you guys just uh, got the Kickstarter campaign funded to do that. Tell us a little Last bit about night, the documentary.
1: Documentary is about uh, uh, a young filmmaker, Her name is Bridget Najor, and um, she's actually one of my very first students when I started teaching, and she's been gra- she graduated a while ago. But I posted one day because I'm going to go back to Iowa and do a concert now or a, a you know a, a show, and which is weird. Some of these people I haven't seen. Or they haven't spoken to me since the whole outing thing. And now, like, the show is selling out, like, so fast. Like, I have people coming from all over the country to this show. And I was like, this would be a cool documentary. And she posted, wow, I would like to make a documentary. So we had lunch a couple days later, and that was the very beginning of March. And in that time span, we've mapped it out. We've gotten a lot of footage. We've become 131% funded. As of last night at 9 o'clock, our Kickstarter was successful. Our goal was $4,000, and we ended up with um, almost $5,500. And um, so she's going to, she's following me around here, and she's going to actually go to Iowa, where we have these two sold-out shows. People from my past are going to be coming out, and now they're getting to see the artist formerly known as Trina, because all these people know me as Trina, because that's my birth name. Oh, wow. And I've been TJ for 20 years, and a lot of them have been following my comedy, and been very very supportive so many of them donated and everything and now they're just really celebrating me and so that just kind of shows like if you just live your life you that's you can be an activist by doing that if you're just right. people like wow you know what she's a cool person and just because she's gay doesn't mean anything there we don't have to be labeling people and say oh gay people are bad and straight people are good because frankly most gay people annoy me but um uh, <laughs> fair enough so so I'm excited. It's it's a cool project. I really enjoyed working with with Bridget. Um, <laughs> it's been it's been interesting. It's been it, uh, it's it's hard working with someone you care about because then there's that weird balance where you try to find. And she's 24 and I'm 40, and so there's mm-hmm. that balance of like. Oh.
2: Do you argue over what song we should listen to if you ride somewhere in the car? Oh
1: no, she always picks that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I have no say over music. <laughs> but you have hip hop and cute cool stuff. No, it's cool. It's no, it's fine. Uh, but. No, we we don't, I mean, we just, mostly, we just deal with things differently, so it's been an interesting process, and then there's, I love having the filmmaker be someone I trust, and someone that I think genuinely cares about me, because I'm like, she's going to do well with my story, she'll be respectful, like, with my family, and my past, and I don't want anyone in my life to look bad, like, that's important to me, there's no evil people out there, people, just, things just happen, and so I trust her in that respect, but at the same time... It's hard to have that relationship because then there's that not that disconnect where she can't look at me as just a subject. Right. She looks at me as like, oh, it's Tej, and I really care about Tej, and and so it's been a struggle. It's it's been a struggle. <laughs> and what's your girlfriend's involvement in it? Um, well, she's going to be interviewed. I mean, she's just really supportive and. Um, you know, just like with her projects, like she's toured and written books, and I'm always just as supportive as she wants me to be. And Miriam will be interviewed, and of course, uh, for, the, for the film. And she's just kind of watching and enjoying the process right now, which is very up and down with, with, yeah. with us. I mean, we, we were funded. Yesterday was probably one of the greatest and one of the worst days of the project <laughs> for a number of reasons. But either way, we're funded, and we're proceeding with the project. So we're really happy about that. That's so cool. Yeah. It's awesome. It's going to be fun and people are going to watch it. And we're getting shirts made and our production company is called Tiny Superstars (laughs) and we have a blog so you can read about that. We argue on the blog, we compliment each other on the blog, we just talk about random things, what it's like to make a documentary. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Am I being exciting enough? I feel like I'm boring everyone. No. No, I don't yeah. know. I think you're the requisite amount of excited. Okay. I, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's coming. I, I don't want to
0: be too crazy. Yeah, we got across. the excitometer on here. You're doing really yeah, we, well. Yeah, okay, yeah okay. what's
2: the number? Okay, yeah, that's a good number. Oh, yeah.
0: we
1: God. We've okay. seen lower and... I think you're at a good number. Okay, that's good. All right, <laughs> I haven't been to bed yet, so we're we're doing well. <laughs> we're doing well considering. Are you I'd... on
2: coffee or methamphetamines?
1: No, 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 never. Dro- um, no, just coffee. Yeah, okay. I did a show in San Diego last night and uh, got home about four thirty five this morning, and just kind of been working all day on my Iowa show and came here and yeah, I've actually done eleven shows in the last fourteen days. So holy moly, um, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm old, and I'm embracing that <laughs> <You're> <laughs> i'm not old I'm young at heart, <laughs> yeah. but every once in a while your body will say, um, you should lie down: you're forty yeah, you, you, know, you need a sandwich and a nap, okay <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's where I'm at, and also it's it's that weird, like you know you, you, you try to figure out where you fit in when you're forty. you're too young to be old, but you're too old to be young. I know. Who wants to hang out with the 40-year-old, you know? Terrible. I was at a restaurant. No, it's, I'm <laughs> feeling true. like that right now. It's a struggle. I was at a restaurant recently. I asked if I could order off the kids' menu, and the waitress said, No, but I'll let you order off the senior citizens' menu since you're closer to that age. <laughs> oh. And she didn't get a tip, but that's okay. <laughs> Here's a tip. Be nice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, really? Really? Okay. And then I did order off the senior citizens' menu, but then I didn't leave her a tip. I like the smaller portions.
2: Um, I know. Everything's huge. Everywhere yeah, you go. Including I Americans.
1: Know. Yeah. yeah. I know, we I need know. the smaller portions. True story. It, yeah. <laughs>
2: it's funny because it's true.
1: It's true. Yeah.
2: So, Miriam's very supportive of you and your comedy career. Oh, very much so. But I can imagine as you're going around um, doing shows and meeting other comics, maybe some of them, their relationships aren't so supportive. Or have you heard of any people kind of having trouble with the relationship as they follow their dreams
1: you know i don't ask a lot of people i try to meet comics and if they want to talk about it cool but i've really focused on maintaining my own relationship so i don't um and miriam's it's good with miriam because i'm a dreamer and i'm one of those people that's like i'm gonna do this 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 and this and this are you ready and miriam's very practical and she's like And what about the money? (laughs) I love you and you're talented, but what about the money? So we have a good balance. Um, I mean, comedy's hard. It is so hard. And I love it. I love every second of it, but I hate it, too. It's one of the loneliest professions you can choose. And, you know, people love you for that 5, 10, 15 minutes you're on stage, and then they all go away. And Mm. it's, so I'm learning to... It's just like that Fleetwood Mac song. Players
0: only love you when they're playing. It's true.
1: Yeah, it's true. And so it's, and you know, you also try to figure out like who are your old friends and right. You know, but I have have tons of friends and tons of support, and I'm grateful. But I think I don't really meet a lot of. I mean, I meet a lot of comics that are single, and they're always talk. I feel like a lot of comics talk about how much they hate dating or. Our,
2: Our producer had mentioned that you. You are, you're disappointed with the white man, your average kind of white comics comedy because it's about relationships and it's not funny. I
1: feel like, to be perfectly honest, I feel like if you're a straight white male in this country, you really don't have a lot to complain about. So stop it. (laughs) That's just me. (laughs) Come up with something witty to say. If I hear one more, am I allowed to say penis? Yes. If I hear one more, you know, joke about someone's penis, you know, or how much they hate women, I'm just like, really? You know, watch how about you watch the news and then have something witty to say about that, but
2: So you've heard a lot of kind of complaints from guys. What are their what are the ones that Ugh. upset you the most? I know you got some.
1: Well I just I I feel like it's so frustrating because there's just always a lot of I'm so cool, I don't understand why women don't date me. <laughs> I have such a great <laughs> penis, like that, L- you know, they shoot, don't shoot. understand me, like you know, you got, it just all over and over and over and lots of jokes about balls. Am I allowed to say balls? <laughs> if I hear one more joke about that, I, do, I just, and I I guess I just, There, first of all, there needs to be more women in comedy. Yes. and Like last night true. was a great example. It was a great show and I have mad respect for everyone that gets on stage, whether or not they're talking about penises. It still takes a lot of courage to get up there and, and make, be vulnerable and. People do comedy for a million different reasons. So, I sit there and I say, ugh. But at the same time, I'll work with anyone that wants to work with me. So, it's about respect, but it, you don't have to always, you know, laugh at the jokes. So, But last night was a great example. It was like, I think there were nine comics, and it was like, just two women. You know, I was the host, and mm-hmm. then one other one. And it's like, wow, I would like to see more. Yeah. More. What do yeah. you
2: think it is that kind of keeps them at bay or out of it? Well,
1: there's a word for... Men that find women funny, this is a quote from Miriam's book, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the word, um, faggots. Hmm.
2: Oh, that's interesting. So,
1: unless you're really hot, Mm. it's hard, first of all, to get that audience of men to be like, because women aren't supposed to be funny, they're Mm. not supposed to talk about specific things, but they can get away with it if they're really hot, like Chelsea Handler can get away with so much more than I ever could, um, because she's beautiful. Hmm. And um, so I think it's it's harder to be female and, you know, be able to talk about things that you want. You know, we don't want to just go up there and talk about shoes. Oh, my God, <laughs> there's never enough sales. <laughs> like, we want to be able to be crass, and we want to be able to to, you know, go past people's boundaries. And we want to take people out of their comfort zones, but women aren't supposed to do that. And so... And frankly I think in the entertainment industry women are more disposable. Yeah. And to be to be a 40-year-old born woman trying to make it in comedy is probably one of the riskiest <laughs> things I could do right it now. It does
2: sound difficult. Yeah,
1: and it's, Tina Fey talks about in her book. She's like, "Yeah, once you hit 40, yeah, that's like and you know, in any career." You're done.
0: really you know, in yeah. a lot of careers, that's true, and especially careers where you're standing in front of people and people are assessing you based on your looks and all that stuff. It's, yeah, it's funny because I just went to the improv the other night at um, uh, the Spectrum. I won that I competition w- last did you month. Really? I
1: won Best of OC Comics. Oh.
0: I love stand. I do love stand-up comedy, yeah. but uh, whoever the guy was, and I can't remember his name now, but it was a male lead, and then he had a female opener, and she mm-hmm. was hilarious and raunchy and disgusting and fantastic, and he was really straight-laced and sort of, I'm mm-hmm. like, just, you know, I, I like raunchy comedy. Cool. You, might not you should know about come that see that, my <laughs> show. I'm <just> so excited! <laughs> I love the. In fact, I've never ever left my daughter alone except on. Um, we did that cruise together, and they had the adult show for the comedy, and I snuck out of the room and <laughs> went to watch the adult
1: show. Awesome. They were they were hilarious. They were funny, but uh, well, totally raunchy. fun. And we should have every right to talk about things, and without there being this like, oh, I can't believe she said that. Do you, you know?
2: find some resistance yourself? Like people say, you know, I wish, you know, does anyone give you feedback? About things you say?
1: i got to be honest with you. I'm at a point in my life where I'm 40. I've been through a lot of stuff. And I, I will not let what people tell me about my comedy um, identify me. Because it's a separate entity. If I go up on stage and I tell jokes and people don't laugh at them, I don't go, people hate TJ. You know, if I go up on stage and tell people my story and they go, you're such a loser. Then I think, oh, they hate TJ. But I have... I can separate myself, and people tell me all the time, oh, oh it's too raunchy. It's not raunchy enough. Oh, it's, you should do this. You should. The only person, you have to just be yourself. The, the Comedy is heroic self-disclosure and a responsibility, acceptance of responsibility with the microphone in your hand, and that equals a great comic. Mm. So be yourself. Say whatever you want to say. Don't apologize. And as long as you can, at the end of the day, go, I did my best. Sometimes they love me. Sometimes they don't. You're done. You can sleep well. And that's how I feel. So I don't really care what people tell me what I can and can't do. I mean, I'll clean up if I need to. And I always will be. My Iowa shows can be very different than a lot of my shows out here. If I perform at a black club, which I actually often do. <gasps> telling you. They love they me, they love you. They <laughs> love me. It's a totally different show. You know, I, 90% of my following is college age straight kids. Ah, like because that. I'm a prof- professor. And they come oh, too right. to much. I brought 250 to my last improv show. That's awesome. Um, so I, that's what they like, and that's what I, and that's the connection that I have with them. You know, like that. So I have to ask you the
0: hard questions that are off of the comedy line, but um, you're you're like my path not taken, right? So we're the same age. We've mm-hmm. been with our partners the same amount of time, and you know, I, I just feel like some of the issues that I face with my husband. You just are off the table for you, which I love. Oh, and there right. are times that, you know, all the parenting crap
1: and the... Well, we have rabbits. You know. <laughs> well, there you go. And she thinks that they shouldn't, like, we have to buy organic. And I'm like, we can't afford it. So we
0: we argue. No, you argue. <laughs> all right. You have the parenting issues over no, organic really food. No, we really don't. <laughs> yeah, so what, okay. are the big, what are the big stumbling blocks after 14 years in a oh. relationship? Um.
1: Just keeping it fresh and... Um, Yeah, uh, ain't that true. (laughs) You know, you can't, you know, if if it's a different chapter, you can't mourn the chapter that's gone. You have to just embrace the new one. Mm -hmm. Um, We recently, you know, learned that we really have different love languages, and we were able to embrace that. And to be perfectly honest, I I mean, I'm with my very best friend in the whole world, and we quarrel.
0: Uh, Like, are the big issues the same ones, like money, sex... What yeah. are the big
1: issues? Politics? I don't know. But like yeah.
0: money, sex are the big Always ones, Always right? the same. Yeah. The
1: and, same. you know, uh, sex is fine. We're poor. That's all right. Let's just move on. You know you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we do. It's, yeah, it's exactly the same because you deal with exactly the same things. You know, whether you're gay or straight, you got to pay the mortgage. What and do you
2: mean by uh, love languages? Could you kind of... Oh,
1: yeah. Love languages are fascinating. Yeah, actually, tell, us, tell us how you found that out oh, and what man. that means. Um, well, love. La- I actually teach this in one of my classes. It's, there's a book called The Love Languages. It's Christian based, and um, but anyone of any denomination or faith or spirituality or even non spiritual can, you know, use it. Um, but it's basically we speak and tell people we love each other in different ways. For some people it's like you give gifts, and then you get mad that your partner didn't give you a gift back. You're like, I bought him the, you know, that nice tie, and he didn't even buy me flowers, and, you know, maybe. His love language is that he picks up around the house, like he, acts of service. So there's acts of service, quality time, um, gifts, uh, affirmations, affirmations. All right. and Lord have mercy, physical, physical. That's mine. I'm very affectionate. I love, um, quality. T- I love spending time. I'm very affectionate. I like words of affirmation. Um, and, and Miriam's are completely the opposite. <laughs> It's like, I'm like, I don't understand why you don't want to hold my hand and spend time with me. She's like, I see you every day. Why do I need to hold your hand? (laughs) We're fine. Why aren't you picking up your socks and putting away the mail? (laughs) I'm like, because who cares if my socks are out and the mail is out? But the thing of it is, is that's her love language. So we have a list of like 10 things that I have to make sure that I'm always doing. Like hang up my keys. It's a basic. If If I I have a list. That's hilarious. Well, there's 10. I give her 10. So if I hang up my keys, that says to her. She loves me enough to make that make sure the house looks nice. Me, I couldn't care less if my keys are scattered, but for her it's a sign of love. So I'm like, "Oh, hang up my keys. It's so easy." Right. Everyone should classic, take the quiz. Um,
0: <laughs> no, it's the classic giving your partner what you want. So I had a friend who had a birthday. Uh she turned 50 last year and her her husband threw her this amazing fun dinner party. He thought it was amazing and fun. She that she specifically had told him, "No party don't want it don't want don't want these people around want to go to a spa want to be on my own with my girlfriend or whatever and he gave her what he wanted he he would have loved a big party yeah. Oh, boy. And, you know, I think for his birthday, they went to a spa, right? Because uh-huh. oh <laughs> that's what she would have wanted, right? Yeah. Or they went to a golf club or whatever Whatever yeah. they did. Yeah. So, yeah. So you you just imagine your biggest fantasy of what you'd want, and you give
1: it to the person, and they're like, yeah, no. Thanks. Exactly. And that's where actually a lot of people end up arguing is they're like, but you never tell me that you love me. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I bought you this house or I bought you this. or So it just depends on the love. And once you figure it out, I'm serious. Everyone should read the book. Take the quiz. And then just, it's changed our relationship. We we had we've had a great relationship, but it literally in this last year, because I had a midlife crisis and we had some rebuilding to do. I had some uncertainties and I wanted to feel young and oh, I was going to be forty. What does that even mean, you know? And so we did have a rough year, and then we've this last year it's been about rebuilding and learning love languages and compromise and being supportive and chasing after my dreams, but doing so in a responsible manner and being supportive mm-hmm. of her dreams and. Because she's a teacher and she's gotten laid off for the third time. Really? So basically we're both like wandering aimlessly looking for mortgage payment. I just I might as well just start another Kickstarter fund because that's successful. We need our mortgage paid. Right. <laughs> so the grass is not greener on the other side. That's the answer to my question. Which The is, grass is not greener. Usually right. if the grass is greener, that two things are happening. They're using a lot of manure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or you just need to tend your own yard. Yeah. So... Probably
2: some people out there with paint. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. uh,
1: That's so... Spraying their yard green. It's never... You just... You got to look at what you have and be like, oh, this is cool. So uh, now I hang up my keys and we're happy. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? (laughs) Who knew keys? It's so easy when you know the small secrets. Yeah, It's all about the little things, though. And people think it's all about these huge things. But it's literally about checking in with each other a few minutes a day. And it's about waking up and going, this is the person I'm chosen to be with. I can choose to be happy about that or I can be mean. <laughs> right. It can make it's, their life miserable, it's too. It's really not that difficult, right. believe it or not. I don't know. I don't want to sound like some kind of expert, but it's just, it's easier than people, I think, make it out to be. And I teach communication, too, so I'm really big into that, like, let's have a conversation or maybe we need therapy or maybe I need therapy or... Maybe just you need therapy over there. And sometimes that's the case. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, if I have to work on myself, she has to work on herself, then we can work on each other. Does that or, or on our yep. relationship. So,
0: right. I don't know. Right. You need two uh two strong people before you
1: come together and <laughs> screw <laughs> each other up. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Have
2: that you had marks. any relationships previous? One of the, some of the ones that didn't work out that Whew. kind of You did leave with some scars?
1: Oh, yeah. I've dated some crazy people. And uh, I'm I'm mind-playing. I've dated some crazy people. Um, I'm attracted to some weird people. I'm thankful that the partner I have now is not... We just met each other and it worked out. But, I mean, I've always been attracted to, I don't know, maybe people I could fix or nurturing people or I don't know for some reason I've dated a few people with borderline personality disorder and that's just like the scariest craziest thing mm. in the world and it's just like come here no go away no come here no go away you know that's uh. <laughs> just and sometimes you know again I have it's you have to be in the right place to be in a positive relationship so you can't always blame another the person and I wasn't in the right place for a long time so I just I was like, "Oh, she's cute. Let's move in together. That would be fun." <laughs> and then you wonder why six months down the road you're you know you're sobbing <laughs> into your you know <laughs> Fonzie pillow. I don't know. You're just like, what's happening? Why did it? Where didn't it work out? It's like because you're a mess. Because you knew each other for two minutes before you moved in, and so I mean I'm I guess I've been dating since I was 14. So males, females, whatever. I've I've had a slew of. <laughs> Weird people. I've also had some cool people that I'm still friends with.
2: So this has been a journey. This is not, oh, I got lucky with Miriam the first time. It was a series of m- missteps breaks. and figuring Mistake. out what you want in someone and then kind of who you are, too, along the way.
1: Oh, that's all part of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh. I love that you identified with the Fonz as your, like, early. uh uh-huh. like, Always have. This is, yeah.
1: Okay. He was, in my very first that's Well, Mike, the character on TV that I liked as the role model, because I thought I was a boy when I was little. There were two, and I wanted to be like the Fonz and Paul Ingalls from Little House on the Prairie.
2: See the dad, or see one of the kids.
1: Kind of just wanted to be able, to like, ride a motorcycle, and then uh-huh. like meet a girl, and then have her go home and like bake me bread. I think that's like the fantasy that I had when I was a child. <laughs>
0: yeah, Paul. was his name, Paul.
1: Paul Ingalls. So oh, Pa Pa, pa. Yeah. Yes, so right. Charles. Yeah. Charles. Ingles. That's right. Now yeah. right. yeah. I was trying to draw. No, my Charles. bad. Yeah, yeah. Michael, Michael Landon. Landon. Yeah, with the big <laughs> <Michael> hair. <laughs> also my- gay. Right? No, 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 no. no? I he was super no, Christian. No. I, no, no, neither. He, he was a Jew, actually. But no, he wasn't. We've made up all kinds of things. Here's what's fascinating. If I know everything and anything there is to know about Little House on the Prairie, which most people would be like, that's the weirdest thing ever. But you could ask me anything and I could tell you. But no, he wasn't gay. Okay. He was married a couple times. He had several kids. Maybe I confuse him with the guy in the Brady Bunch. He was gay. Robert right. Reed was Robert gay. Reed. He was. Right. You, those are two completely different totally people. Totally different people, I know.
0: <laughs> But two icons in my own childhood. Very (laughs) true. Very true. They were my father figures growing up.
1: See, there you go. That's so interesting. Yeah, so I don't know. Did you end Uh, up dating someone that's similar to um, either one of those people? I wish. Wouldn't that be great? No, I never did. That's too bad. So if you had to pick a character on TV, who would you say you're your husband is most like i'm fascinated wow that. now I, i'm gonna have to think about it. i might have to come back next if you week say al long. bundy that
0: would be awesome <laughs> no i would not say that <laughs> i would absolutely not say that i don't know who do you think jeff is like i have no idea
1: do you well, watch the show modern family i haven't i love um, modern family miriam yeah, is the, just like the three husbands all together all together just like an
0: amalgam of the husbands yeah
1: which is which is weird and i'm like the wives <laughs> it's actually kind of weird yeah that's pretty good actually
2: yeah so yeah, did you that. guys meet at a lesbian bar
1: yeah it was a, it was a gay bar it wasn't okay. necessarily a lesbian bar which
2: was going to be one of the things i wondered which is how do you know if they're lesbian Ooh, because they look mm-hmm, the same
1: mm-hmm. By the way, oh, for the love. It's the fanny pack and the rainbow flag. No, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's a tricky one. Uh, I think that's why a lot of people have to meet people in, like, queer bars. Or I I use the word queer as an umbrella term for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, questioning, (laughs) weird, Uh, whatever. The long acronym. Yeah, so I think that's why a lot of people have to. I mean, you can't just walk up to some random person on the street and go, hey, you know. Well, I guess some people can. So that
2: can be dangerous.
1: The I gaydar thing you were talking about. Yeah, right? and actually yeah. there's a recent study that shows that gaydars actually can be accurate in some people. And I think that you do and you can sense something like you go, hey, are you family or whatever? Like, And sometimes you can just tell Like if a man is skipping down the street, more than likely he's family. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you also just have to kind of be careful um, and I think a lot of, actually, a lot of straight people love to go to gay bar. It's fascinating. Last night I performed in a gay bar, and I think more than half the people that worked there were straight, and I think the majority of the audience that was there was straight. And it was really weird. Wow. It was a really weird feeling for a queer person to be like, wow, this is supposed to be my safe right, haven. get out. <laughs> and it didn't feel like a safe haven for me. Right. And that made me really sad.
0: That is fun.
1: So, hmm. but at the same time, it's kind of like, because we don't get that many safe havens. You know, That's like true. when I travel... When Miriam and I travel, we do road trips every summer. I always call the hotels, and I say right off the bat, we are LGBTQ. Do you have a problem with that? Because I don't want to stay in your hotel if you do. Right. I don't want to show up on my vacation and have someone tell me that, no, we, sorry, you're not allowed to stay here. That's happened? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. And so now I just what? know that I have to ask. Holy Always cow. ask. And you also have to be aware. Like, if you go on touristy things, you know, are you going to hold hands if you're in Mississippi? Right. Right. Probably not. Depends on who's on the bus with you or you know, if we'll kind of look. So it's and even here in California, I mean, it we went to Big Bear recently and I had to make a few calls cuz I'm like, holy cow. You never know. never know. So that's that's something that relationships that's something you have, to, have to, to deal with. That's deal, right. I think different than it's it's still half the country's going to be mad no matter what happens with gay marriage. Right. No matter what. Right. Half right. of them are going to be furious. It's never going to People are never, I mean, it's the thing, the thing of it is, is the same number of people are still upset about black people. Yeah, right. <laughs> no matter what rights, it's, so it's just, it's not like, oh, they get to get married? Okay, they're okay, now we're good. Right, right. Look, lesbians. Yeah. Oh, Did I answer have, your question? Yeah,
0: have, that was excellent, actually. And, we we drawn down on our time. Yeah, oh, let, no,
1: that was bad. Let's
2: kind of like um, give some people some internet sites maybe they can go to to find you online. Cool. You're on Twitter, right?
1: I'm on Twitter, TJ Huberg. Last name is H-U-B as in boy, E-R-G as in girl, <laughs> like me. <laughs> Tinysuperstars.blogspot.com is the uh, documentary blog with Bridget and I. And um, my blog is tjhuberg.com dot com or ghettopolitan dot com. Facebook is just my name. I'm not very original with name with words, so just TJ Huberg. Look me up. Come see my shows. Awesome. I have lots yeah. of shows coming up. I'm gonna be a groupie. I'm gonna follow her. That would be so awesome because you're really sexy. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. You. I would Thank like you. to have you as a groupie. I actually. Would totally follow you around. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You have been tuned into the chat room. We're going to be right back here with you next Friday night, 5 o'clock. Be sure and join us then. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Have a great weekend.
2: Check it out. Roll the master
0: balance with multiple talents. By the landscape, baby. you provide the challenge. I've been broken down